0: word James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in the mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Listen, I like having a plan, and my wife will tell you I get cranky when my plan is disrupted. There's no, there's just, Ah, there's so much comfort in having a plan. Laying out the day and then executing the plan efficiently, line by line. I love that. Being good stewards of the time we're given is valuable. It's even biblical within the will of God. James 4 says, Come now you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are amidst a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, all such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Now see, that that idea from James makes a person like me really uncomfortable because a finely tuned plan gives me a sense of being in control. Leaving it up to God will give me the sense that I'm not in control. Let's see how Paul approaches that in Acts chapter 18, starting in verse 18. After this, Paul stayed many days longer, and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria, with him Priscilla and Achille. At Sancre he had cut his hair, for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus, and he left them there, but he himself went into the synagogue, and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined, but on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills and he set sail for Ephesus when he landed at Caesarea he went up and greeted the church and then went down to Antioch after spending some time there he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Perga strengthening all the disciples he said I will return to you if God wills big surprise like everything else he does Paul's plans are subject to the will of God now There's a lot to be learned in scripture about knowing the will of God. But that's not the point today. We don't have time for that. The point today is completely giving your plans to God. I know for me, sometimes a physical action tied to something adds meaning. Maybe this morning or evening when you pray, get down on your knees and actually put your calendar in front of you. Or if you schedule electronically, maybe your phone or your tablet or your laptop or whatever it is that you use for scheduling, set it on the ground in front of you and pray and give God your calendar. Not that you should stop having a plan, but that you should submit your plan to his will. That doesn't make it easy by any means, especially not for someone like me. I love my my calendar, I have my calendar app and my phone and my computer all synced up so that I know where I need to be, what I need to do. But at the same time, what a freeing idea to lay your calendar at the feet of God. Because then whatever happens, wherever you come in contact with people, wherever you end up, whether it was exactly what you planned or completely not what you planned, you know it was what God planned. And His plans are better. Again, that doesn't make it easy. Someone else, anyone else running my calendar makes me really stressed. But I fall back on a line, actually, from C.S. Lewis. Uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is part of the Chronicles of Narnia. And the children are asking Mr. and Mrs. Beaver about Aslan. Who is this Aslan? And one of them asks, is he safe? Mr. Beaver says, safe? Of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king. You know, laying our, our calendar in the hands of God is scary it doesn't feel safe it doesn't guarantee that what we think is important will be prioritized because with our own calendar we get to set the priorities but when god is controlling our calendar he gets to decide what's important following god's lead doesn't always doesn't maybe ever feel safe but his plans are better he's the king know I I'd be a hypocrite if I told you that my calendar is completely in the hands of God I'd be a liar I like controlling things I like having my day laid out in front of me and following that plan but I'm trying to get better as I see even Paul's travels through Acts and how sometimes he ended up where he planned and God had a plan for that but sometimes He didn't end up where he planned. Remember, there's been a few spots where the Spirit led him somewhere he didn't plan. And you know what? In those moments, God had a plan for him there, too. God knew where he was supposed to be and led him there and put people in his path to make disciples wherever that path led him. Let me pray for you this morning. God, I like my plans. You know that. Lord, give us all the boldness, the courage, the uh, peace of mind to lay our calendars at your feet, to lay our plans at your feet, and to trust you with them. Lord, lead us, guide us in our day-to-day lives, the things that we think are important. Lord, show us where you are working on us. Show us where you want to use us in the world to make disciples put us exactly where we need to be, when we need to be there, and give us the exact words we need for those interactions. Lord, I thank you for how you're using us day to day. I thank you just for your desire to use us in your plan. God, prepare us to change our plans as necessary to obey you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.